0: Basement Booker's Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast, the most electrified podcast this side of Fastlane. This is the episode after Fastlane. This is the Fastlane Review Show. I'm saying Fastlane a lot because then you know this is the Fastlane episode. Not to be confused with last week's episode, which was the Fastlane picks and predictions. But this week's episode is Fastlane's after-the-fact review Afterbirth. Rich Riz here, the current rating defending, now officially basement champion of the basement. Still bald. Still bald, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich Riz is still bald, but he is, you can call him bald. You can call him old. You can call him mauled, but you, what you will call him is champion. That's right. Mad is bald together, just so you know.
1: Yes. A lot of a lot of word mashing there. Yes, I am still the champion. We will get into the details of how I retain my title. In case you missed last week's episode, we will talk about that. We're going to talk about fast lane, but specifically, Jer, what do we got up first?
0: I'm really glad you asked, Rich, and that's why I was very acceptable to what you said. What's next is the first match proper on the card. This is the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship match. This match surprised the stuff out of me, which I did. I guess no, none of us here sitting in this room, or islands, or stock car with their face on it. Everybody was shit themselves. They're like, "What is happening?" And of course, Rich, I won't speak for you. I'm gonna only mention my experience was. Alright, so Judgment Day lost, so that means send your money in the bank tonight. We're getting that cash in. Let's go. This is great. There's no way. There was no better opportunity than tonight. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Rich on to the fast lane here, this match.
1: Alright. Uh, so honestly, I thought the same thing. I thought that they were going to use the opportunity to get the title onto Priest or at least have Priest cash in. Um but I think we we didn't end up seeing we didn't see Priest later that night at all. Like judgment no, day didn't come out after because Seth.
0: maybe you weren't paying attention or you were on your little phone. But
1: no uh, Rhea told him that tonight's not tonight, right? That was it. Yeah.
0: Which bitch, if not tonight, then when? Because last I checked, Priest was good to go on Monday Night Raw. He was good to go. He was ready for anything. So it's not like he was going to be injured. He's got a gang. A gang. Literally a gang. Uh, And a human shield. A a human shield. A woman. Yes, the the Judgment Day is kind of like a gang.
1: Uh, So, a gang and a human shield that have
0: proven ovary protections talibble. she's got ovary protections so she's like uh and wow they used to be like a shield spike you put the shield spike on your shield so it's also dealing damage it's the same thing I'm about saying she's like some defenseless here she is she's like a you know like a feral cat you just hold it up and they're like whoosh, whoosh, and then like you know that's her But that feral cat can spear you through a barricade. I just don't understand. Like, that's for later. But for this match, though, I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, all things considered. Um, The bad guys lost in a way that usually benefits them. Mm -hmm. But it's too many cooks in the kitchen.
1: Yep. I think that's exactly the problem. That's the story they're telling on the Judgment Day side. It adds to, obviously, the friction between Judgment Day and J.D. McDonough. You uh, mean everybody
0: to... that's not Finn Balor?
1: Right. <laughs> he, although even Finn got in his face this week. He's like, listen, you got to cut your shit.
0: Well, he you should wanna... went to witness protection.
1: Yeah. Well, how could you with that square head? Um, I think, obviously, what they're doing with moving the titles onto Cody and Jay is to further... The storyline. It's sort of part of the next phase of the Bloodline storyline, because now Jay storyline can appear on both shows.
0: Well, that's nice in hindsight. Right. I don't know how it forwards Jay with Judgment Day, because he could be on both shows. He's a raw guy. They're raw guys. Unless you're just trying to Captain Hindsight Friday, where it's like, now you're thinking about that.
1: Yeah, I'm probably Captain Hindsighting Friday because I watched a lot of wrestling on Friday. Oh, well, uh, yeah. And there was a lot this week. So as far as what happened where, mm, my brain is...
0: I mean, SmackDown quite... was yesterday.
1: It was. So... It's just a lot scattered in there.
0: There's not a lot I could do for you here.
1: I know I hear you.
0: Yeah. Like, I understand lot. being old and having to watch too much wrestling, especially when some of it's the shits. You know, but what are we supposed to do here? You know, got to wade in the water as best as we can. You know what I mean? Go in there. Don't get dragged in by a piranha or a tyrannosaur that happens to be swimming at the time, trying to like get like a dinosaur fish or whatever in this fantasy land. But that's not what this is about, Richard. This is about another fantasy land, Judgment Day land, where JD McDudda had uh, Funko popped uh, Damian Priest, uh, and he just looked like he was deceased, mm-hmm. just face down, a up, just right on the table, just gone. Couldn't do mm-hmm. anything, you know. And that was it. It was that weird move that Cody and Jay do. That I think maybe it's time to think of another move. You know, maybe like do another move, like a like a different move. You know, I like the, the same... last two times I've seen it. It's not great.
1: They got well, so they just got to work on the timing of it.
0: Yeah, they got to work on the timing. Maybe hang out a little bit more, do a little bit more extracurriculars, maybe not too many edibles before the press conference, Jay. Um, but thanks for that entertainment. Uh, Allegedly, I, it was um,
1: all liquid courage. No, but I believe I, it. Yeah, You
0: know, I'm not going to accuse anybody of anything. I don't care. Do hmm. what you got to do, as long as it's not in the ring with me. Ye- I don't like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs>
0: I think that's Roman's new thing. He just doesn't like things.
1: I I love it. It's perfect. He doesn't have to like it. It's his,
0: like he, it's his island. I get it. You're an earshot. Let's stop bragging on stuff. Uh, all right. So anything more on this amazing little set piece to get the people? They're all on their feet to start the show. And nah. now it's good. All right. All so, good.
1: All move. gravy, baby.
0: Moving right along perfectly uh is this match which was an abortion. Uh it was without a doubt the worst match on the card. Now let me explain. Some might think, well, Jar, I think you're I think you're being a little unfair here. Okay. But last I checked, this was a six-man tag match. Mm-hmm. All right. Between Bobby Profits and Rey Mysterio, who's fucking old, and poor poor Pablo Escobar over there, not to be confused with his actual Escobar name, Um, he's over here in the shadow. Literally, look at the positioning of him. He looks like an angry shadow. Just right there like this is not fair this is not fair you know it sucks Mm -hmm. I'm behind this guy you can hear he's swallowing like the phlegm in his throat is this jerk off here with his United States championship that's not how I feel that's not how I feel that's how Escobar Santos Escobar feels as a competitor a young hungry lion okay he's the man And this guy comes over here and he calls his hack friend with his big, stupid hair and all the cool. There was no, there were notes. There was at no point any time, which by the way, he showed up later. Okay. Let that for the record show. Their first match together, Bobby Mm Profits, they're up by one. And that one is the almighty Bobby Lashley. That's what you got here. And these two clowns? Well, one and a very hangry Santos Escobar. I could feel the hangriness coming up from him, from the from the guts, from the guts, Richter Riz. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that Caribbean freak, which, by the way, we're Puerto Rican, we're brothers. We can say these things about each other. And let me tell you what else, okay? What happened to you on Monday or Friday? It was Friday? What happened to you on Friday, Carlito? The Tree Prophet's got a message for you, friend of the show, whether he knows it or not. Angelo Dawkins has a message for you. We asked him why. Angelo Dawkins, why did you guys attack Carlito like that? And it what they no one could understand what they said. They said, we did it for the people. We did it for Basement Chair. And that is loyalty. And that's why I will always back these gentlemen. Unless it costs me points. So, Rich, how do you feel about this travesty? The fact that Carlito is in a lot of trouble right now for the foreseeable future until the next idiot gets in my way. We'll talk about the other one who's paying for his insolence Mm -hmm. in the main event.
1: Right. So, surprise tag partners are great, but he's there. He must have already been there. Why not come out at the start of the match?
0: And also my point that was lost, there was never a cool test. No one tested if he was on if he was on if he was too cool. So we matter of fact, I think because Carlito was not tested for cool, this match should be thrown out. We can't do anything right now. It's a part of the history books. you've defended your championship, but let that be an asterisk right there on that, your first defense. I'm going to put an asterisk there because we don't know. We do not know if there's any shadow of a doubt, if there's a 1% chance, which there is, that Carlito was 1% over cool. Do you think that's fair? Hmm?
1: Yeah, it's not his fault if everyone else just isn't as cool as him.
0: Everybody gets tested and he wasn't.
1: Cool is not a measurable attribute in any WWE video game.
0: I think you haven't played enough of them. Okay, because I I would even say that cool is a nagalist to momentum. Okay. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
1: So it's an intangible. It's something no. that can change over time.
0: If you're cool enough, you can store up a finisher without even being in the match for that long. This MF restored a finisher that he didn't earn in this match.
1: He's just genetically cooler than everyone.
0: No, it's natural. That, that's it's all natural. Test. T- Testers will say hair. the same thing about the Rock. Okay, there's nothing all natural about that. But I digress.
1: <laughs> so, dur- it was during this match, in case anyone didn't pick up on it, that it's I which versus- it. Successfully defended, right? Successfully defended my basement championship. Forty-two days. And Out of
0: how many times have I been? You know why it's easy for you to cook, to fit, to remember that?
1: I just did the math earlier.
0: Exactly. That's why. If you barely, you listen. I'm not. You know what? I'm a good person, so I'm not gonna bury you. Appreciate. it. Oh, was that it on this? You done bragging? You dealt with your humble brag?
1: I guess, for now.
0: Alright, well, there's still enough time for that. But not for this match! These ladies are out of control! Damage control, that is! I was hoping to be perfect, like the other one. But no yeah, one knows know what exactly. I'm talking about! <laughs> what I'm talking about! I was nervous, this match. I was nervous because I was afraid that EO Sky would fall to the Charlotte Flair wants a belt curse. Now, you all don't know what that means. Uh, but what that means is if Charlotte Flair wants to be the champion, then Charlotte Flair gets to be the champion. That might be different now. All things considered, for what we know of who definitely is in charge of the weekly. And that is Triple H. And I believe both Triple H and my friend that looks kind of like the main character from the movie Powder in the 1990s Rich Ridge was a test to, is this match was excellent. That was your was. cue. to.
1: Sorry, lights just flickered also.
0: Oh, I thought that was here.
1: Maybe it was both.
0: No, you moving that I apologize for Powder, but there's <laughs> nothing we could do.
1: Yeah, we're having a little technical difficulties due to storms happening. But yes, of course, it was a very good match. You know, we had Bailey actually successfully help Io Sky in this match. Good, good to see. Uh, good to see the teamwork regarding the Charlotte Rule, as we will uh, it will forever be known by. I think it's probably still in place, but I think superseding that, especially as we saw on SmackDown, was the fact that Jade Cargill is now here we had the inevitable face to face between jade and charlotte will she will jade go to smackdown i don't know is this something that will definitely happen soon honestly give it time
0: time Life will tell
1: right let <laughs> jade build build her credibility take your time give Eosky sky maybe a little more of a run with the title before you give it to charlotte so that charlotte can eventually defend it against jade on a big stage
0: yeah but pray for eo sky this friday what she's being forced as she's a fighting champion to defend her championship against the gollum of the women's division not in appearance, only in her desire for gold, by the way. Mm. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Right. Um, Nate Sugar. I really don't understand the story for this match because the whole, you would think with damage control being heals, EO saying, don't come here, mm-hmm. would lead to them botching helping her. But it proved, it only proved. That what they're doing is working.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Might I add, this is a to fr- back to SmackDown because it always loops around. Because mm-hmm. it has to do with this. Bailey got her first win in a long time since her last win, which was against guess who?
1: Damn, I don't remember. Zelina Vega. Right, right, <laughs> La Chancla.
0: So, yeah. Um, but she got that dub and I really don't know what's going on with Bailey. I don't know what the plan is here. I don't know how long she's gonna I think once we once Friday comes and we find out who the champion is, I think that's what's gonna happen. I think Bailey's gonna cost EO Sky the championship because EO trusts her to be around after successfully helping her on Sunday
1: mm-hmm. that sounds that sounds right, honestly. Um, I think right now, Bailey is playing the role of the biggest supporting character in the game. Uh, she's... And bringing
0: many men into menhood. Uh, you are no longer boys. You are now men. Welcome. Indeed. Uh,
1: Indeed. Sable's
0: Indeed. done that for me. Uh, we've had Tori Wilson do that. Um, I had a bit of a reset when Trish came around, um, but that's neither here nor there. Didn't so, we all? It was the Renaissance.
1: It was. You know? It was yeah. golden era. Golden Era for, sure. for a reason. Yep. Uh, anyway, as I was saying, Bailey is the biggest support character in the company right now. Is she like her presence is a catalyst for things that happen around Io Sky's Women's Championship. So this Friday is going to be we, we got to tune in. We got to see what happens. It's also going to be the first full night. We'll get to that of the Nick Aldis era of SmackDown.
0: Bailey is what I like to call a good all rounder. She's not there to do the damage. She's there to control the damage, which is why it works out better for EO. It doesn't really ever work out for Bailey. You know, like when Bailey faced off against Bianca Belair at Crown Jewel mm-hmm. in a match where she could have had help, and they didn't even, they barely, they didn't, they didn't successfully help her. So mm-hmm. something to think about that. Some characters, are better at buffing a team than they are solo. Nothing to think about. That's in life. Components. Use that for wrestling too. You know, some people are best. Why some people are better in a set, and maybe they're not going to be the world champion. But you remember what they did, how they said things. The Roddy Piper's who's never world champion, who would have been if he let Hogan go over. But we don't know if that's true. We don't know if that's just another Hoganism. We weren't there. Here's the rules with Hogan, brother. If you weren't there, you can't take his word for it, brother. Right.
1: What did he say? He once wrestled 400 matches in a year.
0: S- something like that, brother. Some... What the time difference is and the flying... I don't know. I don't know, brother. We were on a lot of gas in the gimmick bag or whatever. I don't know what that means. I just said stuff. Woo! 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 Pre-anointment. Of L.A. Night, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, this match was amazing. It is. I'm not gonna say that because a lot of people be like, "What a fucking mark!" All right, let me tell you something. All right, we're from the John Cena days. All right, the heyday. That's where we went to shit with John Cena. Okay, John Cena. Wrestling a John Cena match may not seem like a lot to you guys, but to me, and maybe to Rich, I think it's a lot. Like the fact that he's as old as he is, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to do this. He really doesn't have to do this. Mm -hmm. And he's out there and he's doing it. He's doing it. And we should enjoy him and appreciate him as much as we can. That's why you could call him the goat. If you add up The Rock and Stone Cold's time, it don't equal John Cena, I don't think, because John's been doing like prime John. Like, come on, guys! Like, even when he was winding down, he was still there.
1: I believe Cena, like being on whatever show weekly, had a longer run than Hogan. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, we talk about we, it all the time.
1: Yeah, we like we know Rock and Austin. They were there, like they were on top, for, like four or five years, maybe, right? It's it seemed like forever because it was like every week, every week they gave us something to talk about. Now, what Cena is doing when which I agree, as you mentioned, he doesn't have to do. He is making moments for these young stars that will once but will at some point in the relatively near future be on top like Cena, Rock, Austin were. He's given them the rub. He's giving them that moment, that memorable thing. A lot of clicks, a lot of views. He is making that happen for them. He is helping put them on the map so that they, A, for the fans, and uh, so we have something to say, oh, to bridge the gap, right? To say, oh, that's, that's when Cena passed the torch. That was Cena's endorsement. But also, For them, not only for their careers, but who of them didn't grow up watching Cena or did, or like wasn't already in the business and see Cena come up and saying, I'm gonna be that guy soon?
0: Dude, I have names, bro. Mm -hmm. Our truth, okay. Our truth watched John Cena when he was growing up. Yeah. And look at our truth. And let me tell you a story a story that actually has everything to do with this exact match. Mm -hmm. A long time ago, there was a little boy. A little boy named Knight. And he made a wish. He had a wish. And he went, John Cena, my wish is to one day be in a main event match at a WWE show. And John Cena looked down at him. And he said. Little Knight. I just want to let you know something. Right now. You're just too little. To be. In a ring. With the WWE champion. And then John Cena. He took off his word life hat. He put it on little little knight's head there and he said, but you won't always be. And John Cena always fulfills his make-a-wishes. And then he said, rabble do gave an F5 to a doctor somewhere. You can't see me. And he was gone. And then years later, it has come. This tag team match, which was a John Cena match. The John Cena classic. John Cena getting the piss kicked out of him. Just, you want someone to help. John Cena. And LA Knight gets the hot tag. And the people. When I tell you, Rich, there is the people, they explode. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's how I saw it, Rich. I'm sorry I hijacked that, but I had to get that out. Please, how you felt here could you believe it? Let's go. I
1: couldn't have told it any better. It's a wonderful story. I love these... Uh,
0: it really tugs at the heart, you know?
1: These, these Wish Kids stories are fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, it pretty much went exactly as I expected. I like the rub of Knight getting the hot tag, because it's always Cena getting the hot tag. It's always Cena hyped on the apron. Come on! Ah! Come on! Ah! Best Tag team uh, partner ever, John Cena. But
0: Ernest goes rub, to wrestling camp, John Cena. That's
1: right. <laughs> that's that. Got something with his hair. But anyway, that is neither here nor there. Good match. Good rub. I like the future of LA Knight. Yeah. And I. The. I feel like the top of the card for the next five years. We're looking at all of them right now.
0: I'm making it known right now, John Cena. If you're out there watching, mm-hmm. I'm making my wish. There's only one person that I'd be willing to speak to on this podcast that's not Rich Torres, and it's John Cena. Wow! If we get, if we, I would, I would love to talk to John Cena. Anybody else? I am terrified. I want nothing to do with it. But John Cena, if you watch it, dude, you could do this. You could do the podcast.
1: You know our number. Well, Basement chair. I feel like this match delivered on all fronts. Uh, we had a lot of violence. To be honest, I'd yeah. like to see more selling from Seth with this broken back. I get that there's, you know, there's, there's a line you need to walk. I feel like he hasn't approached it enough. Dude. Yeah
0: you are preaching to the choir. Because I wanted to say before you went any further, Mm. I also love this match until Monday.
1: Yeah. Like, maybe take the night off. Maybe just show up. Maybe, like, you don't need to be in a wheelchair, but let's only show you sitting down.
0: Or bring it via satellite. Like, you don't even Uh, have to be there.
1: I feel like via satellite is just a really not Seth. Thing to do that's it that wouldn't work well for the he's character. done it yeah yeah he's done it before this character this version of seth
0: it's not that long ago it's the part where we were confused about him like he would say he was on satellite like what he was doing like i'm not there or whatever like he's done that like mm-hmm. this character i don't know when it started it's been going on forever
1: it's been a long time
0: like He's not above appearing via satellite. And like, if you have doctor's orders, which by the way, barely surviving a last man standing, and your back is that messed up, how is it that you're not seeing your doctor? And how is it your doctor's like saying, no, you can't go over there?
1: Maybe take a week off from the dancing.
0: It's, he he couldn't even do that. Like, they did all, this is what I see it as. hmm You ever do like the dominoes, like you set them up in like a little shape or whatever? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You did the Sistine Chapel. And some dumb idiot runs in there like this, just flailing and kicking Mm -hmm. before you get to push it down the proper way from the beginning Mm -hmm. and just destroys all your work. It took Mm -hmm. you months. That's what this did. Went from the and, Sistine Chapel
1: to an abstract.
0: That was a lot of work you did for that, right? And yeah. not only did 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 Seth win, but he was able to come back and just be in the ring. And just like whatever. And get beat up, get physical. There's only one more thing Shitsuke could have done to win that match, Rich. After everything he did, he'd have to stab him in the in the brain. He'd have to take him out like a zombie. Because that's the only way he was gonna stop him. All mm-hmm. the things that they did. And he still shows up the next day. He's not even selling. Mm-hmm. There's no crutches. There's, he's just walking. He's just fine.
1: So to...
0: Sorry, I get passionate.
1: Thinking back to... There, there was uh, something I think we shared on the Booker's Facebook at some point. Might not have been recently. Might have been a couple years ago. But I rewatched it because I saw it in my memories. Um, Al Snow talking to Um, young talent at the performance center about what a finisher is, right? But what what I'm discussing isn't about the finisher. It was part of the conversation, though, about how you work the match, right? Now, the gimmick of this match is there are no pinfalls, no disqualifications, right? You want, in Shinsuke's case, particularly as a heel, he wants to work towards a submission. Now, maybe not actually get a submission victory, but you lock in a submission to... Debilitate your opponent so he can't get up. Right?
0: Sure. Most cases,
1: Boston Crab destroys the lower back. Uh, Camel Clutch destroys the lower back. Why didn't we see either of them,
0: Rich? It's more important that people fall off of things and get thrown through things. Don't you know that? Don't you know that? What's wrong with you? Why don't you like that? Why 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 do you want why do I'm you okay. want psychological uh, things that make sense? Why do you want a worked body part that's actually messed up? Why? Why would you do that, dude? Uh, I can't believe you're saying these things. This is disgusting. Outlandish. Is like, outlandish. Where is he? Where is he? How come he's not on WWE? He's funny. AEW should take him. He might be. Oh, he's probably still in NWA. Maybe. Let me
1: see. I know
0: he's not the champ. I know. I think EC3 is still the champ. But that's not what this is about, Rich is Right. This is about. Shinsuke Nakamura, all Shinsuke Nakamura did was GTS Ricochet on Monday. Like, is he feuding with Ricochet again? Like, what are we doing here? Why? Because I beat you up? That was like a week ago, son. I forgot all about it. I was in a main event last night. What were you doing? I
1: think it was two weeks in a row. But look, I forgot
0: all about you. I had this match with the champion. I'm not sure if you saw it. Fastlane? Fastlane? Everybody was there. Were you not there? Oh, you should have watched it on the peacock. What? They didn't give it to you for free? I thought we all got it for free. Sorry. I don't get it because I get to be here in the main event with Seth Rollins. Getting buried on Monday because he didn't sell anything. Now, Rich, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Why not even try to cash in? So. I don't understand her logic. The right time. That was the rightest time.
1: I think there is... The only way I can explain it is with a theory that there's something... Not Austin Theory. That there's something not being said here. Let's say maybe there was supposed to be a Judgment Day segment that they had to pull for time. Okay? Maybe that segment had a trainer telling Priest... We need to get you to the hospital for some MRIs on that, knee. We can't say for certain that there's not permanent damage because of how, how much pain you're in, because of how bad it looks to us. So we need to get you out of here to an MRI.
0: Seeing as that didn't happen on television and you're right. just making that shit up, there's no other reason except one. Now, this might seem crazy. And I've said some crazy things on this show before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest, I would say are like brother and sister. Okay? I would say that. Now, I may not be a Damian Priest expert, but I believe that Damien Priest wants to live in infamy. He wants to live forever. What if living forever is not taking this Seth Rollins please don't go championship. I believe that that briefcase is being held specifically in an attempt to take down the tribal chief. Because what better way to live forever? To live in infamy and Rhea Ripley would know this would be what Priest wants. What he really wants is to live forever. And how is it to deep Rome, the longest reigning, defending champion. Three years. Think about what that means. We are 1,140 days, because I think 1,139 1, was yesterday, into the Roman Reigns era and counting. What if it's at WrestleMania, where one can live forever? The show of shows. I see you're all out there. You're mad. You're all mad at Basement Chair for this. This doesn't make any sense. Why? We're building up to Cody and Roman. They had the square off. They can't do that to us and not give it to us. They can give it to you. But it's not going to be the way you want. I don't know. I just think there's something here and it could be one of my basement chair theories that just doesn't go anywhere.
1: You know what? What if? <laughs> you know what? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I think I think that could that could be very good. You know how I see it happening? Because as you were talking, I was I was thinking, could they like what's the uh cash in that we talk about the most? Seth making it yeah. a triple threat. Never before seen. Never seen since. My first thought was maybe they give him one of those. But no. WrestleMania 40. Roman versus Cody. This, that, the other happens. Whatever, right? Maybe there's some sort of miscue with Jimmy. Maybe it's not a miscue. Maybe it's intentional. Jimmy said he's trying to be Roman, right? So maybe it's a miscue. Maybe it's not. Cody wins. Becomes champion. Gets beat down by. Jimmy and Solo. And out comes Priest. Cody finally finished the story. He finished the story. He won. The world championship that his father never could.
0: But then, and it's Immediately. Cushion, immediately. The Rhodes curse.
1: <laughs> immediately. Taken from him. Shot with the briefcase. Cash in. South of heaven. One, two, three.
0: This is perfect. Cody's already in, in it with the judgment day, technically. Mm-hmm. And then. Add on to this, this is this is what got me into this, Rhea Ripley teaming up with the Bloodline, mm-hmm. making it that the Judgment Day and look like the Judgment Day is helping the Bloodline. Because I was thinking about it like this. In one of the games I play, there's a bounty on my head. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, bounty hunters come after me. But then out of nowhere, I get help from these other guys, the longer I stay on the wanted list, the more money they get for getting me. Mm-hmm. So they're stopping these guys trying to get the big pot from taking me out later. So by helping Roman continue to be the champion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the it keeps you get, it's going to be so much more prestige, a way to live forever. And when I tell you something, he will be immortalized should he do that. Mm. So I think we're on to something. And I'm thinking of even more chess. This is not an original thing. I was listening to ATB after the bell. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not saying it ATB like I'm a super fan. But you know how like you listen to a podcast and it just plays the next thing that's new. Mm-hmm. That's where it went into after I was done listening to something. Mm-hmm. And I was cleaning. So I couldn't, like, I don't want to listen to this. But they had a cool theory. I don't remember which of them was. I think it was uh, the Irish one. Uh, um, Kevin Patrick, right? Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. name. I'm not yep. good with names. I was so, going to say
1: Vic Patrick. Then I thought Vic Joseph. I'm like, no, wait, that's the wrong way. The other way.
0: Basically, like, what if this Jay Uso with Cody, it's like Cody brought Jay to Raw to get to know Jay, to get to know about his enemy, the tribal chief, Intel, right? Mm -hmm. And it sounds kind of like devious, but like when you think about it, Cody, the Rhodes family, they know a lot about wrestling and wrestling history. It's like, why wouldn't you pick the brain of, like, family of your opponent and get intel? You know, that's another piece. We're not in a third inning anymore, boys. Look. And he's also like, you could be like, what if it's like, what if Jay is like in deep cover for the bloodline like that would make even less sense than what the fuck jimmy's doing but still or does it make more sense i don't know honestly i don't know the things they can do which is why like sometimes you get kind of bugged out because it's like all this shit you're saying is very convoluted i don't know how you think this is going to work but a lot of this is cool right like i'm not crazy like Absolutely. this sounds good. It's mm-hmm. not that nuts, right? No,
1: I feel like it's on point. It's it's definitely in line with the storytelling that they were giving us with the with the bloodline before the Usos broke out. Like it, like if you look back, the past three, three and a half, almost four years was really really, really intricate storytelling. The most intricate storytelling they've done maybe ever. Honestly, I cannot think on, of a better of a more intricate storyline that they have ever had. Something so long-running, and not for nothing, some of it was a little on the fly. The addition of Sammy, pfft, I feel like it it blew everything
0: up. Dude, Sammy's wrestling Roman at a house show tonight for the championship. So...
1: Crazy. El Generico has never dreamed that anything like this would be possible.
0: That's such an ironic name, since there's nothing about that to him. Really, he's not like a generic guy.
1: No, I'm. I'm curious of the origins of that. I'd look it up, but
0: I think it's just it. I'm not that, but you think I am? You know, I guess, but I don't know. know Are we talking about that now?
1: Nope, not yet.
0: Okay. All Uh, right. We we got more E.
1: All right. Next up, we're going to talk about NXT. Super duper taboo, whatever you want to call it, Tuesday. Now, one of my favorite moments from this Tuesday. Jer has not, well, Jer saw the match, but he didn't quite pick up on what I saw. And this is, uh, you know, sometimes props fail. Sometimes, you know, maybe, maybe uh, Tyler Bates is a little stronger than he thinks. Whatever the case may be. In case you didn't notice, just, just keep an eye on the on the mug here, right? Keep an eye on the mug. Ready? Here we go. Oh, there it went. That mug is crushed.
0: It's obvious that these man's hands. Like, think about how he's able to... Joe Coffey, that's the guy, the the fellow with... He's able with one hand to keep Tyler Bate... I mean, uh, Butch on the table. Mm -hmm. With one hand, right? With one hand, Mm -hmm. okay? So he's putting pressure in his one hand. How can you not have pressure in the other part of your body also? So it's too... He already was holding it, Mm -hmm. and then... Tyler Bate, world's tallest midget. Remember, he didn't help much with his grip. Right. So these are these are WWE superstars. We forget because it's NXT, but they're still superstars. You know, mm-hmm. they're not like they're not like me and you strong. You know what I'm saying? They're like that strong. So yeah, that's what I saw. It. I know stuff. you know me, Rich. Stuff. There is. Look at it. I'm no shill. Here, but come on, man. Pro wrestlers, they're just built different, brother. No matter big, where they are.
1: Big strong boy. There you go. Anyway, this but... moment stood out in my mind as just something that happens, you know.
0: The American badass came.
1: He did. But so here so here's what I thought was fail about that. Now
0: Oh man, American dadass watch me rot.
1: <laughs> so he was at, he wasn't advertised, but he was advertised, right? Yeah. And then you really have nothing on the show for him until uh who was it? At the end makes Braun
0: Breaker. Make
1: Braun Breaker, right? Until he's talking trash. And then he just suddenly shows up. Like Dude, he you already, the, you already he's the American Madass.
0: The badass. Yes. <laughs> they,
1: they, they already advertised him for the show, and this was the last segment. How did you not know? You know? It's not a surprise. I
0: don't think call it's yourself awesome. The,
1: when you know Taker's there, don't call yourself the <laughs> biggest badass in the company.
0: Well, Braun Breaker is... I guess his character is not all that bright and believes his own hype. Even after losing to Baron Corbin as if it never happened, which proves that match didn't have to happen because nothing happened. There's right. no fallout from it. There's no... Broadbreaker's character hasn't changed at all. Maybe being slammed by the American dad-ass, maybe that'll help. But, uh, you know, as a father, you know, maybe he just should be keeping it to choke slamming a, a jabroni every once in a while. Pop the crowd. Cash checks, baby. Mm-hmm. I would do that in a heartbeat, baby. That's like a, that's another computer or something, like a high-tech computer just for choke slamming a jabroni. You know? And yeah. helping my friends beat the other guys. And look, the numbers are in. NXT, TakeOver, Super Tuesday, Taboo Tuesday was a resounding success. And not only that, broke Tony Khan in the process, got on a bit of a Twitter, uh, take away my Twitter tangent.
1: But they Uh, used Legends, and I had Christian and Kedge and Jericho and... Look...
0: I understand this. Listen, let me say some positive things about Tony Khan. What Tony Khan says, he's all in. I, he believes that like he is all in. It's not a gimmick. It's not just a pay-per-view. It's not just merch to him. It's his fucking life. Okay. He put his balls on the table And they're out there for the world to see. And we've all seen our old balls. That's just, you don't want that. Okay. And it's about reputation. Okay. We're not millionaires. We're not billionaires. We're not, you know, we don't have, we don't even have heirs. Jordans. Just, I have the same running shoes I've had for the last six years or something. There's a hole. I just want to let you know that there's levels to this shit. Okay? And Tony, he's fighting for his fucking life because he's all in. Especially after this CM Punk thing. Do you know how much it costs to pay people off, to not tell people, to say, listen, I need you to sign this NDA. Look, we're not going to tell anybody that you pissed yourself. No, can you please sign the NDA? And they signed the NDA because they're loyal. I'm not saying that happened. It's just a joke. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to get out there. Okay? I just want a new pair of sneaks. Just help me out
1: here. Hashtag help Basement chair.
0: Hashtag help Basement chair. <laughs> and it's not just that, people. He's got a collection he's trying to complete. And in order to complete that collection, he needs time. So he needs to stretch this bitch out. He Hmm. needs to get as much mileage as he can. Because there's going to come a day. There's going to come a day when the time is up. When the elite decide, I'm not going to renew here. When your brand is all elite wrestling. And you do not have the elite. This is the kind of stuff that he thinks about probably, probably not. Because I don't know. There's levels. I don't know what it's like to put everything out there like that, like this man has. He already
1: lost one founder.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I feel for the guy. And people always, they're like... Why is WWE going at AEW if they don't consider them competition? Right? I'm not the one that said this. I saw this on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And if, or X, if this is you, credit to you. It's basically they. I don't consider a mosquito competition. But if that motherfucker lands on my leg, that's it. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm. That's a wrap for that mosquito. Like, wow, you respect me enough. Where you've got John Cena, Paul Heyman, and it wasn't just that. Oscar wrestled Roxanne Perez Mm
1: -hmm.
0: on NXT TV. Cody Rhodes made the surprise to everyone but us Mm -hmm. the announcement of the Dusty Rhodes Brother Cup return happening.
1: The male uh, breakout, whatever, also.
0: Yeah. The male breakout, Cluster Knuck. Hmm. Uh, maybe somebody really good comes out of that because I believe Carmelo Hayes came out of that the last one they had he did so the people, not a lot of people know that full circle my friend and you know what I think I think the winner of the Dusty Cup should get a tag team t- undisputed tag team title match against hopefully Cody and Jay that'd be huge that would be incredible dude Depending on who's in it, you know, yeah, because you don't want just anybody against Doug,
1: Doug, Doug, you know Cody. Maybe Brooks and Jensen. I and I hope they break out Brooks at some point.
0: Damn it, uh, Jensen Briggs or something.
1: Briggs, Josh Briggs. Thank you. Yay!
0: Close enough. There we go. I like what we got together. We're like one half of a brain.
1: We, yeah, we, we have, yeah, we're getting there. Dude, <laughs> we got to put my my working brain cell with your working brain cell. Dude,
0: I had a, a The Rock Says moment. You did. Trying to remember what the hell I was going to go for. It's hard when it's not your thing because then mm-hmm. you can just change it. But if it's somebody else's thing and you're not trying to butcher it, like you're trying to be careful. So Right. NXT was good.
1: Yeah, so NXT I w- w- uh, was the stronger of the two shows. Uh, just to go back to. The, the Mosquito reference. Great. Nice um, yeah. The. AEW Dynamite airing on Tuesday, I think was it was planned well in advance, but I, I don't think it was AEW's decision. I think it was a network thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what for that. They were preempted, but. It's correct. Like AEW tried to give us some big moments. We had um, a couple tile changes. That were what they were. I like one better than another. We'll get into that.
0: Jade was on NXT and SmackDown. Yep. I
1: mean, they are definitely giving her the big superstar feel. I like it. It's building anticipation, even within us, you know, that are more in the know.
0: Look, as someone who pretends to be in the know, it blew me away. When on like they do intelligent shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they put them on like a box or like their heels are like really high, but I think Triple H is like six four and they're like five ten. And the way the optics look, he's shorter than them. Like they just look like Amazons, which is what I was thinking. I'm like yeah they' they're not but I don't care you to know? pull
1: back the to' pull, pull back the curtain a bit sorry to interrupt you but another thing they do is um the shot they're filmed from lower looking upward at them and triple H was behind them so it gave them, more but of an they're advantage. they're still using magic. 100%.
0: They're still yeah. using magic. Yeah. But it's good magic because it's almost like a weigh-in, right? But it's not a weigh-in. It's like, what if? What mm-hmm. does it look like when these two, like, primes, specimens, mm-hmm. standing in front of each other, just standing there all athletically, you know what I mean? In an athletic sense of wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about holds and suplexes and, and throwing people over the top rope.
1: I am here for it. I cannot wait. I can't wait for Jade to make her in-ring debut on whatever show it may be. I think it's pretty clear at this point it's not gonna be NXT. She's obviously getting some uh training at the performance center to, you know, brush up, learn the WWE way a little bit more before they put her out there so that she so that they don't accidentally expose her. All right. Last little bit about NXT. We saw, we actually got the face this time. We got him speaking on camera, Brian Pillman Jr. We finally know, first of all, he said he's going to be using the name King in honor of his stepfather who raised him. There was a story he told there about, you know, his his, uh, dad passed when he was four, Uh, but that's not the whole story. I took a look at his Wikipedia. Apparently, His name is going to be Lexis King, L-E-X-I-S, like short for Alexis in a way, which is a tribute to his uh, sister who was a wrestling valet and uh, passed away at the age of 26 due to a car accident. Um, So Lexis King is his wrestling name. And I understand the reasoning, but damn it, WWE, you should have just let him use his name.
0: It's almost like they're saying Lex Luthor is king. Lex is king. Lex I guess so. King. Lex is king.
1: You know, maybe that's something they'll use. Who knows? We know they want I'd,
0: I'd rather him be Lex is king than what we're doing here. Yeah. It's like we know who you are. We know that this is not why you're doing this. Yeah. Because you had no problem using your dad's name before. But you just don't want to be. I get, I get wanting to be your own man. You know that's important.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I guess I'm kind of turned around. So if look, I'll, I'll get, I'll do the same thing I do with everything. I give it a shot. Sometimes it sticks and it's good. Other times, you, I never hear from it again. So I'm a little jaded by some things. I'm a little burned out by some things. They just go away.
1: Jaded, you say?
0: Remember Carrie and Cross? Yeah. This will slide us into SmackDown, since we discussed uh, Brian Pillman Jr., who should not be Lexus King.
1: Well, additionally, since you mentioned Karrion Cross, Scarlett and Shotzi are both going to be hosting Halloween Havoc this year.
0: That's great. So uh, Karrion Cross has like a video, right, of him in the backstage of SmackDown watching the Roman Reigns when Roman mm. Reigns is out there. It's on the internet. It's like it's his social media, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, is 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 Carrying Cross going after Roman Reigns?" And I I I, I think I, I I wrote I said, um, "Listen, a kid taking a selfie in front of Roman Reigns with the black and white filter has more of a chance of getting a match with Roman Reigns than current day Carrying Cross." I'm sorry, and it hurts me too, but that man was dealt irreparable damage. Like, if I had to put him, he's probably in the top five of character assassinations by Vince McMahon. And there's a lot. And and I'm talking about the ones that I know of.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So we're all human. That's all I'm saying.
1: What Vince did to Carrying Cross, formerly known as Killer Cross, uh, as we know, was up there with putting the late great, already legend by the time you got him, Dusty Rhodes in polka dots and making him dance. It's we have yet to see whether or not Carrying Cross will ultimately survive the attempt a character assassination, but we saw as mentioned, Dusty Rhodes survived the polka dots and dancing. Ron Simmons survived Max Moon.
0: I really think Max Moon could have sold more more outfits.
1: You would think. (laughs) Kevin Nash survived Oz.
0: But Kevin Nash did not survive
1: quads. I know.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're tall... You know, and you've got like these long legs and walking is hard. I don't know. I'd imagine.
1: Do yoga.
0: Well, listen, they weren't doing that yoga stuff when he was running wild, brother. You know, he's out there doing whatever it is that he does. Mm -hmm. Just look at Trish. Damn it. She's a sorceress, some kind of wizard goddess, or like an angel. Or like an angel like, but on Earth, you know, like a perfect, like flexible, like super hot angel, you know, come to save us from ourselves. All right, Richard Riz, speaking of saving us from ourselves, the tribal chief, the head of the table has returned to SmackDown. Yes, he's returned. Paul Heyman's hair is now black. He's no longer super stressed out
1: because mm-hmm. the tribal
0: chief is back. Now I've learned a few things since the tribal chief has returned, Richard. You're probably asking Jared, what do you mean by that? Tribal chief, the head of the table, does not like eat. Ye- so from now on, until acceptable by the tribal chief, I can no longer do it. Number two, Robert doesn't like when people sit on his couch and drink his water. He don't Especially like Especially
1: when there's when he already gave them an assignment.
0: Exactly. What else did he de- like, Rich Gerez? He
1: does like Kevin Owens on his show, which exactly. was the climate.
0: He didn't like John Cena out there calling himself the GOAT, but John Cena said, No, I you are the best because you're the champion. And I'm not here for an opportunity because I haven't earned it. But this guy did because he won in a tag team match with me.
1: Hmm.
0: Fine. That's the rules. And like I said, that make a wish came true, and that's when John Cena said, "You're on, kid," and then he handed him the mic, and then yeah. the, flash, the flashback came. When the, and that little boy, that little knight, grew up to be LA Knight. In case you guys were like worried you're not going to get the answer, it was LA Knight that that was that little boy. So much like our truth, also inspired by John Cena. You can't make this up, it's real, it's professional wrestling.
1: Beautiful, one true thing. Beautiful, beautiful storytelling.
0: Bro, you know what was beautiful when that when Cody came out Mm -hmm. and he gave his weight belt to that little kid, Mm -hmm. he was losing his fucking mind. (laughs) It was like the best thing in his. This image, which I'm gonna put on the screen. This kid, like, you just seen like a child, like, on camera, like, experience the most amazing thing in their life up to that point. I don't know. Like, imagine, like, you give somebody something, and you elicit that reaction. Like, what, what's that be like? Like, when do you get used to that? What kind of person can get used to that? Do you get used to that? Can you go numb to that? I don't know.
1: Because the weight belt is a, a, a tangible thing that is someone made a decision to give it to only one person, and that one person is you. That's an amazing thing. On top of that, it's on camera. Yeah. It's going to, the moment can live forever. That is an experience.
0: Dude, and look, you could come back and you could wrestle the champ one day.
1: Mm-hmm. Last thing with the, with the big stars. It made it feel extra small, noticing just how comparatively empty the crowd sounded.
0: It was just there weird. being so many
1: fewer people there.
0: I wonder if they were tired. Because like, I, a I, lot it, of people tried to get into that show.
1: Yeah, I don't think they can fit more than like three thousand.
0: I know. I'm just saying. Like I thought, like they sold out or whatever.
1: That's fine, but if your arena can only fit 3,000, you're only going to get a certain amount of volume out of them.
0: I guess so. I don't know. Look, at the end of the day, it's about winning in the ratings war or something that there isn't. I don't even know if there is.
1: Well, they just want, I think WWE with NXT with stacking the card this week, they, they just want to make the point that our developmental system, Asterisk Plus Legends, will destroy your main show
0: look i think it's also like uh you you should come from a place of strength you know what i mean because had tony beat a regular basic nxt he he would have just run his mouth about it he would go shoot he would go brag about it because he'd be proud of his team he'd be proud mm-hmm. of them like because like i said before he's all in so he would he definitely you know so you don't want to give even if you like i said the mosquito mmm It's still there. Like you can't just let this. Like it's important to come from a place of strength in a lot of areas.
1: Yeah, Tony Khan should um, take this as sort of a litmus test, so that he knows what to expect if and when he were to come at WWE again. Um, But privately, not publicly, especially not on social media. He shouldn't be screaming the asterisk, but they loaded their card with legends.
0: Look, I think he's going to go the Bischoff route. He's going to start becoming, he's going to try to be like Eric Bischoff, Mr. McMahon. He's going to make himself a character on TV. I think he's working, honestly. I think he is, and it's like, why not? You're a young guy as far as I know, you're not married, you know, you're having a good time with pro wrestling, you know, you're out there jet flying. You're like Ric Flair, sort of, you know, who knows what hijinks he's getting up to, you know, he's yep. living his life. So why not be a character on your show? You know? So it could be that. Cause I don't, I, I he's saying a lot of weird stuff. You know, it's like, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's crazy or nothing like that. I think he's just, he's just a young guy with a lot of money and he's all in. He's all in on this. And that's something to remember. All right. What can you tell me about the Luchasaurus edge match? Did that happen yet? Yeah. Because they wrestled, right? So I am i didn't make it up in my dream.
1: No, nope, that in. was dynamite. That was the main
0: event uh, of dynamite, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but what do you remember about it, without looking at notes?
1: Uh, so I had seen a meme of the tombstone. Uh, there was a headbutt where I was like, ooh, did he catch him with the horn? And then there was a moment of, what if the horn is just made of foam and it just you know, squishes if it hits you?
0: Wow, and it didn't even look like it did, though. It would have some kind of damage. Like, on the paint, like if you stretch it, like say it did hit him with that. Well, what would, if
1: it's just, what if it's not painted? What if it's just like colored foam? So that oh, when yeah. it hits, it just pops you back out. Would,
0: you probably wouldn't tell. Right. Um,
1: then there yeah. was uh, some Nick Wayne and some post match.
0: Oh, okay, so you, it was good. I didn't like uh, it was uh, like an edge match. I, I don't know?
1: know what you. I don't know where from anything I said makes you think it was good.
0: Okay, no, I'm it just. not
1: bad. Okay.
0: <laughs> you know it wasn't bad it wasn't it was, a bad match it was a match
1: it was there it was part of a show
0: you got to see Edge you know he wrestled a dinosaur guy
1: on this day
0: I'm having fun here these kids are just so cool it's so real to me on oh, my skateboard here I'm gonna do an ollie here whatever before that is before that
1: since that was the main event yeah what would you think of the cold open Uh, Christian production truck.
0: Uh, you know, everything Christian cage does is the cash register goes off. You know, you sell some merch, you know, you take a meme, you put it on a t-shirt, you know, do -hmm. they sell turtlenecks like Christian cage turtlenecks with like his, you know, just like this at things.
1: They should, they should sell turtlenecks. that say like daddy's home or something.
0: He's so creepy and he's leaning into it, you know?
1: Yet not a single CLB chant. Why?
0: Because they're afraid of him. Because they're afraid of him. Like
1: Because they Chris all still live stages. in their mother's basements and they don't want to hear him and their mother upstairs.
0: Yeah, probably. Like, I would put that... Like, imagine being a kid mm-hmm. and having to worry about that. It's like, dude, don't say shit. Christian Cage is going to go after you, your mom. It's like, what? Yeah, dude, he went after, he went after Petey's mom
1: called Dad. <laughs> Christians in the house
0: he just watched him and he asked him if he want like a sandwich or something it was crazy dude so creepy
1: yeah and what and then we said uh to, oh it, it was so cringy tell tell, uh, tell him best to put clean sheets on the bed
0: yeah it's getting a little uh they're going there right away I guess they're not gonna This is going to skip the foreplay and just go straight to Edge versus uh, Cage or Copeland versus
1: Cage. You could tell they're being so careful to say the radar superstar, Adam Copeland. Yeah. They're like, this is a very recent signing. You cannot call him Edge. You can't call him the name you've literally called him. Every day for the past 20 years? Longer, probably.
0: For 20 years, yeah. I've been Edge for life. I'll, he'll never not be Edge, I don't think. Well, he was Edge's skeleton for a while for me. So, I mean, that's a different variation on Edge. Not a lot of us know about, but for a yeah. while... It's like his face is just like, wow, the the wrestling business really sucked him dry. No wonder he's getting the hell out of there.
1: He's had a bad experience.
0: He was all Shakespeare in a park over there. Like he was doing an episode of Vikings or some shit. Like, dude, just do the promo and get the fuck off the stage, you know? But uh, yeah, they say
1: the the lie.
0: I was waiting for Quoth the Raven. Wait a minute. I'm not that guy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Man, good stuff. Talking about uh, taking a, a random ragtag motley crew and putting them in Halloween costumes.
0: <laughs> uh, wrestling's funny.
1: I'm their. F- I. am not. I'm not trying to be their leader. I'm their father.
0: Hey, look we we'll work on the dynamics. Maybe we could workshop this before we bring it to the office where right? we talk about it first, you know? <laughs> Maybe have a brewski or two where if the honesty comes out, we can just be like, can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. Like, is this the only way? This can't yeah. be the only way, right? Anyway, shall we switch to two-screen clothes?
1: Was, there was nothing else on... Um, Not talking about title wins.
0: Uh sure. I thought it was only what the tag titles and the uh, Atlantic Dipset Championship.
1: No, it was international and uh, women's.
0: Women's. Who dropped the belt? Oh, Hitakoshiita beat uh, yeah. Paige or Soraya. Soraya. The most forget—I, you know what, people talk about forgettable reigns. Why did they give her the belt in the first place? It was just to give. I, right, I take it back. I, I think she deserved the moment she got at Wembley. I don't amazing think moment. She would ever get that anywhere else in the world. So it happened for a reason. So I'm mm. sorry. I apologize. I'm not even going to edit that. It's just going to be there. Just, I'm sorry. So it was good. I feel like there was a reason for it. So for whatever reason, she maybe she didn't want to be the champion or whatever, and she's just trying to take care of her business. That's respectable. Maybe she, you know, it's whatever. Good on you. I'm not like, I'm not anti-Soraya. Uh, we're, uh, we're friends. Uh, we photographed with one another. Uh, in a photo. It's a very famous Basement Booker's photo. It's probably right here in front of you. Look at that. Look at him. He's so young and handsome and full of life. He had his whole whole life ahead of him. Dude. So, anyway, the Basement Booker's podcast is so happy to be friends with Soraya and, uh, you know, friend of the podcast, whether she knows it or not. I got that autograph. It you meant did. something to me, damn it.
1: I wonder if you, you got to wonder, you know, at some point Tony Khan started thinking ahead, right? And planning out storylines in advance. I wonder I think how. he
0: plays 4D chess, bro. I think he's a, a booking genius. It's why he's been Booker of the Year. Um, At the end of the day, we all need to acknowledge him. Acknowledge the true tribal chief, Tony Khan. uh baseball Booker's podcast, represent. Uh, trying to, I'm trying to make some money here. What did I tell you about the sneakers? All right, what did I tell you about the sneakers? You know what? This could get me to sneakers, okay? So yeah, uh, I don't. All speak, I'm saying is this is just I, the opinion of Basement Jer, not uh, Rich Dorez. Right. Collectively, he outvotes through stock. He has more shares than I do, so he's really the controlling board member here. He's kind of like the CEO, I think.
1: Well, I, I didn't want to pull rank. Uh, I don't like to pull rank, but anyway. I know that, you don't.
0: That's why I do it for you. We, I make we, it easy.
1: We each have our roles that we own and we do well.
0: Alright, so just to translate it for the people, he just said, know your fucking role. Let's move on to the next thing. I'm done here. Alright, I got shit to do.
1: I, just right. think, I think, I wonder how long ago <laughs> this uh, Timeless Tony Storm was pitched. And if getting the title onto Soraya was ahead of time known that that would be the first step to where we are now.
0: I think sometimes magic happens. I think sometimes things happen for a reason.
1: Well, that's all we got for Lane and super duper taboo title Tuesday plus SmackDown. We mentioned some Raw a little bit. What'd you think because about Fastlane?
0: Rant did, mostly.
1: Yeah, that happens. What'd you think about Fastlane? What'd you think about Taboo Title Tuesday? Hit us up, link trees down below. Throw us some comments down below. Don't hit the, hit the bell and hit the like and the thumb and the this thing and the that thing. And most importantly, also share. Let your friends know because right now we are the best podcast that your friends have never heard. So you do that thing and jerry has got a party message
0: before the parting message, it's like you could be a prophet. You know, you have brought, not in like a blasphemous way, but like, you know, a way of spreading good cheer and good word, okay? A, a, a messenger, if you will, for the Basement Booker's podcast and deliver on to them the the word, which is also visual and auditorial.
1: Like in Cody nature. handing the belt.
0: Like Cody handing the belt. You could hand this belt preferably someone who's mature can handle swears. There is a, you know, you gotta be reasonable here. You know, this is not for the faint of heart. It used to be rated off a of realness. It's actually tamer now. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So, make it count.
1: Do what the man says.
0: Follow the bookers! Why are you here?